Okay, welcome everyone. We are up to Chelak Alav Perak Ravii Oiz Vav. So, um, in the past few Oizos here, past few weeks, we've been we've been getting very much into the focus of what mitzvahs do for us. Um, and the, the, the issue that the Ramchal began with is that a person is physical, the world they're in is physical, all the things they have to involve themselves in are physical, and how are they not supposed to be drowned by physicality? So his answer to that question was, is that Hashem made this amazing uh, setup that by using physicality for a mitzvah, not only does a person not become more physical that way, they actually become less physical, and they become more spiritual when they use the world, al pi the gedorim that Hashem gave. And it becomes, first of all, it, it, it perfects them, and it creates spiritual perfection. But what that means, and also what it does, is that they have become less attached to the physical world. And it detaches you from the physical world. Again, we spoke that psychologically you could hear that, that when a person sublimates a, a physical drive that they have, and only does it al pi the way the Torah says, and not just that he's magdurit, I'll be the way the Torah says. That means he doesn't do the isurim that Hashem, you know, doesn't do it in a way, let's say he doesn't eat foods that Hashem said not to eat. But Adrabi, he, t- he takes his eating and he does it l'shem shemayim. And he takes the pleasure of eating and makes that l'shem shemayim. So then it, it, he, he sort of trains himself that every physical thing is really meant to be a spiritual thing. <clears throat> it's a muscle, but it's, it's, um, it brings home a little bit how such a type of thing can be. When uh, we've mentioned it before, when a person smiles, so, you know, they say you know, it's like 96 muscles pulling. But when you look at someone smiling, no one thinks, it, they totally bypass muscles pulling, skin stretching across, bearing his teeth at me, and, his, they, and they immediately go to the emotion that's behind that. A person can train themselves that that's how they relate to physicality. That physicality is immediately seen as being a step towards spirituality. And what you see when you're involved with it, what you feel, the emotional experience of physicality is roughness. And, and um, again, it, it, there's a famous word that they say that someone once came to a rabbi. That I think of someone like was interviewing the rabbi and... He wanted to know, like, what's the, he, he watched the Rebbe make a broth on an apple. He says, you see, you had kavana a little bit, maybe more than I do. What's the difference in your eating of the apple and mine? So the Rebbe told him, he says, you want to eat an apple, so you have to make a bracha. He says, I want to make a bracha, so I need to eat an apple. That's true, but that's not the daga that we're talking about. In other words, there, that's really, it's you're taking the physicality and, like, really putting it on the side or using it in order to, Make spiritual. I'm talking about physicality. That mamish physical experiences become understood by your brain, and you experience them as spiritual. And and uh, that's that's a very that's a real possibility for someone to reach that level. <clears throat> so so um, that that's what he's been talking about here. Um, and again, aside from the fact that it psychologically it does that, it does it in the way Hashem set up the spiritual world, it does it as well. And it strengthens a person's neshama in, in a spiritual way, you know, through the spiritual channels, and, and weakens the, the darkness of, of physicality that adheres to his body. And uh, since the Chet of Adam Rishon, where everything, where we, where, like we spoke, that 
ra and physical became fused together and they became the same thing, so that it starts to separate them a little bit, at least to the point of potential, where the body is now roi to be after, after it goes through Misa and after the Neshama comes back in, right to be uplifted. So, there's been so much of a focus on the mitzvah, on the mitzvah and physical, <coughs> that it almost becomes, a, it becomes distorted. Like, so then, what happened to Ruchnius? <laughs> We're so focused on, on Gashmius, so to speak. Again, it's a Ruchnius to Gashmius, but what about Ruchnius? So now in Oizvav, he's going to sort of pull us back and, and take the same discussion, but reframe it in, in different terms. And these are the terms that really we're much more familiar with of thinking about, but hopefully now we, they, they could be richer with the background information that he's provided so far. So he says, The, the root of all service of Hashem is, a person is supposed to be continuously focused on Akadosh Baruch Hu. Um, that's where your thoughts need to be the whole as much as you can, all the time. V'hu sheyeda v'yovim. A person has to know and understand. Shehu loy nivra ella lihiyos David The reason why you were created, not why you're in this world, the reason why you were created as a being is so that you can become Dovok to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, so that he can give you that tremendous atava of being Dovok to him. And and the only reason you place into this world, which is not a world of Zvekos, it's not a world where a person easily connects to Hashem, and not the world where he can ultimately connect to Hashem either. So, it's so that you could have a Yetzirah to fight against, and, and all, the, all the things that get in the way. And, and force yourself to serve Hashem through having your seichel overpower your drives. The opposite of just the taiva of the, the physicality and the natural inclination of the physical body. You should lead all your Actions according to this idea to become Dovok Hashem by overcoming Yitzhahara, and don't become deflected from it at all. So, it, it, now it's a problem. <laughs> and as he just pulled us back and he said that, the, that what a person's here for is to, although he lives in a physical world, to be fully engaged in spirituality all the time. So then what's, why so many mitzvahs that keep pulling me back into the physical world? So then they seem to be a problem. So again, it's a little bit what we just discussed before, this idea of going, seeing physical and experiencing physical as a, as a spiritual zach. A mushal, which I, I'm using the mushal because I think it's a good mushal, but it's not intended to uh, poke fun at anyone. I know there are people here who may be hearing this or have relatives or themselves who, who are into collecting smart. But and it's just using it as a marshal. It's a, it's beautiful zach that people have a collecting habit um, that it adheres to to ruchnis the Jewish zachin. It's a good thing about them. But but uh, like this, let's say they'd be going through someone's basement, or whatever. It happened recently, a few years ago, and they found they found a a, a new uh, sovim from the shach. 
found one of his uh, pirushim that had not been published, and and the Arich Mishach, and they found a new section of it that they didn't have before. And it's and they know it's the shachs because first of all they recognize the handwriting, but also because his name is signed at the bottom on the first page. So obviously it's a tremendous. This is a treasure beyond treasures. Um, but how it's a treasure beyond treasures is different for different people. If someone is a is a swarm collector, so the, the to, let, let's say he's a swarm collector who is not a talmachacham and he doesn't understand the. He doesn't reckon with the value of the knowledge that's in that sefer and the, the Torah that's contained within this manuscript. So to him, it's, it's, it's a tremendous find for its historical value. It's a tremendous find because it's rare. And sort of the physical aspect of the sefer is what's choshev to him. To someone who, who learns uh, Yerdea and or, or any any part of uh, the, the Torah, which is what that sefer is on, and, and it, 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 he understands how much the shach enlightens everything and, and the the the, the that he brings to the discussion, and now there's more of it in the world. That's like, uh, who could have hoped for such a thing, right? After so many years, and, and now we found it. Ah, ah, Gavaldi. So what he is, what what. To him, the value is, 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 is the wisdom contained within, within the words. Now, there may be some, let's say, a historian, who by him, the most interesting thing is, like, what script did the Shach write in? And comparing it to his early writings, see his handwriting change over the course of, while he was writing different Pirushim, and who does he quote in there? Maybe, you know, there's someone we didn't realize was a Rebbe of the Shach, and I'll quote him as his Rebbe. And he, so he, by him, it's also, it's not the physical book. It's the it's the information, but it's it's not it's it's um it's not the not the nesham of the information. It's like sort of the outside information of that sefer. Now, if you would if you would ask, let's say that the three brothers found it, and one's a historian, one's a tamachok, and one's a collector, so they 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 want to divide the sefer. So, so you 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 would say like, okay, how are we going to fairly divide the sefer? So the, the collector, the Iker Zach by him is the front page that has the signature on it. It's an illuminated copy, Mamish, he'll take that. You give him that front page, you know, Avadi would love to have the whole thing, but he can do with the front page. The historian, he needs the whole thing because he needs to go through it, checking for the words. And the, the Tabuchaka brother says, look, give me a copy of <laughs> it. I don't need to have the original. The original doesn't matter. Adar print it nicely and have some Talmud Chacham go through it and put in footnotes and whatever. And 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 Adar I don't, I don't. need the original. You know, maybe the Al Kedusha is safer from the Shach himself, but not, not, not anything more than that. So, when we come to to this world, Avada, a person has to be. You know, there's a, there is a tremendous folk when a person. Sees the world. They have to be. It has to be geschmack. And I'm Sham says that if a for a tzaddik, the neshama loves this world because it is the place of doing, of growth. That's that's the place, and it doesn't have to be a place that turns you away from Hashem. Adarabba, it could. It, Hashem says that we make a bracha. Men make a bracha. isha. One of the reasons we make that bracha is because we have more mitzvahs than they do. And there are more things that turn us back to Hashem. Now, it's true that women have a natural motif to turn towards Hashem. That's why they say Shashana Ketsune. But Lamaisa, it gets sometimes very busy in the house. And they can go a whole day, shy to go a whole day without thinking about Hashem. And the Amal is screaming, Hashem, help me! But other than that, 
you know, uh, to think about your connection to Hashem and growing together with Hashem, it's, it's very easy for a woman to forget about that. For a man, it's hard to forget. He has to go to Shachris, he has to go to Menachim, he has to go to Menachim, he has to stop his day three times and daven. And he has a Chiv Limit Torah, which refocuses him. And, and there's a, there's a Taisefta, I think it is, that says, why, why does it matter to Hashem if a mikveh has 40 so or 39 so minus one quart of, 40 so minus one quart of one drop? It says, because Hashem wanted there to be many mitzvahs, so Klai so would constantly be turning back to him. It's dinim, many dinim, and so Avada, again, each din has other reasons why it's there. But a, a part of the maila of so many dinim is that you always have shyless, you're always clearing, you're always seeing, and mainly you're being oisik with Hashem the whole, the whole day. We have to realize that, that <clears throat> rather than being a distraction from thinking about Hashem, mitzvahs are tremendous siyua for thinking about Hashem. They give us a not just so that it's not just our head that's in the game. Physically, we're involved in working for Hashem also, but that's only if we view it that way. We don't want to be the guy who takes this world and, and says, I see the signature of Hashem in this world. And, and that's all we take out from it. Right? So, you know, everyone that's grace and mitzvah going to see the Swiss Alps and saying, That's a nice act. That's taking the front page of the, of the manuscript. It's true, it has the same signature on it, and it's a chosh of And a person who learns to recognize all the different things that happen in his life as hashkoch, and he sees Hashem fearing his life, so that is a very chosh of And he's walking <coughs> with Hashem, and it's a big madriga, and it's not a madriga that should be left out. Right? A person, uh, to take that marshal, a person who learns a sefer, and he's like, nice sefer, he doesn't know that it was from the shach. So he's not going to connect, he's not going to reckon with it, he's not going to be ma'ayin to it the way he should. Uh, realizing that every single word is perfectly balanced and, and matters tremendously. So th- knowing that the front page and the signature is a very important zat. However, <clears throat> it, it, it's, it, um, it still becomes very much about you consuming this world and just recognizing that it's Hashem's world that you're consuming. As opposed to it being, it's not about consumption. It's about, it's about um, activating, it's about connecting and a person to understand that I'm doing things in order to connect to Hashem. <coughs> and when we do that, so then you're getting to the guts of what this world is meant to be. And instead of, it, it, the two things come together. A person spends his whole day thinking about Hashem. And he does it and strengthens it through this world. Through engaging in this world and fully activating himself and fully involving himself. In Ava is Hashem, and that's, that's a very big zach. Again, um, it, it, the, the, the discussion gets a little complex when you're dealing with B'nai Torah, who are learning the whole day, how much time they should spend on mitzvahs and in preparation for mitzvahs, because Lamai said learning Torah. But someone who's not learning Torah the whole day, so then, then uh, hachona for mitzvahs is one of the tremendous ways of, doing, uh, of activating this. When a person comes to a mitzvah without very much preparation for it, so it's, it, it's very hard to, be, to have it be a real experience of coming together with Hashem. At the, at what it, usually, at, the, at its best, it becomes an act of ser, service to Hashem. I know, I know I'm supposed to, Hashem said to do this, so I'm doing it. A person tries not to be distracted at the time. But if it was a relationship builder... So relationship, but there's people naturally put preparation into. You want it to come out right. 
and and the, therefore and the more you can personalize it the better it is now again there's there's life and uh, so how much you could fit it in you could fit it in but you know every year i i th- i have a wooden sukkah that takes a while to put up and and for it falls down bashes holes and things whatever but um uh, getting every year i think like i could get a, a lighter sukkah let's say and on one hand it would be a nicer sukkah it would be visually a nicer sukkah but there's a there's a certain thing that i get when i sit in my sukkah that i built trying to hold up one set of walls with my foot and one set of walls with my hand and someone else is you know drilling something in there's a zach that this is the sukkah that i worked for however many days to to get built and it's it's beauty doesn't come from its physical its beauty comes from the fact that i put a lot of effort into it and similarly with the esrog and the lulav, a person could go into a store and ask, give me a good esrog and lulav. And even if they're going to give me the best. But they don't know what makes their esrog and lulav the best. It's just because the moicher, even, even if the moicher knows what he's talking about. But they wanted the best. Uh, better l'chairo would be for the person to sit down and starting now-ish, to at least learn general, you know, helchus lulav and esrog. What makes a lulav muhadar? What makes it better? What makes it kosher? And and then to decide, you know, okay, I want to aim for for this level, and to look at it himself. Now, he's not trained, so he, he'll double check it with the rav. But but then it becomes his lulav nasser. And again, um, it, it's nice that someone's sense of covered and and showing off should come from a religious article like a lulav nasser. The fact that someone has a X number of dollar esrig and, and he feels that's what makes him feel choshev is a nice zach, that that's where it comes from as opposed to other things, his watch, his car, or whatever. But, but um, again, better would be much more an act of connecting to Hashem it is when a person does it himself, he cares about it enough and he sets aside time to make his lulav, his lulav and his esrig that he picked out and, and that he understands, this is why I picked this one, because it's, uh, whatever the reasons are, because I like the way it looks, because I like the way it smells, because I like the, the height, I like the, the, the way it's closed on top, I like the way it rattles when I shake it, whatever it is for him, but then, it's, then that makes it, he takes possession of it, and, and now, when he, now when he comes to Hashem with it, um, he, he's taking all those ergashim, all those hours, all those feelings, and bringing them all to Hashem. And says, hey Hashem, this is what I did for you. Right now, a person has to remember that. A person has to remember to do it for Hashem. And, and a person has to, has to recognize that, you know, again, because it's very easy to do these things for ourselves. And, because it makes me feel good. Uh, with my, uh, right, my sukkah. I can look at my sukkah and say, wow. You know, it's the same like a, a Lego set, which is not for Hashem. I put so much effort into this, I like it. At the end of the road, you have to then take that feeling and bring it to Hashem. And, and say, I'm doing this for Hashem. So it's brought down Svaram that if a person could speak it out while they do it, when they shop for Shabbos, I'm shopping for Shabbos. And I'm not just shopping for my stomach. I'm shopping L'Kovet Shabbos Kodesh because the Shekhinah is coming into my house. When a person, it, it, as they're searching for the Lovenasek, as they're building their, their sukkah, they should, they should speak out. I'm doing this L'Shem Hashem. I'm doing this for Hashem. 
I'm trying to make it better because I'm going to be using it for Hashem. And for Hashem, like some people say, right, for the guest is the best, for Hashem is the best. I'm going to try to get the best for Hashem. And in this way, it becomes much more about an act of turning to Hashem. And we have to learn to do our mitzvahs again with, with our brains on and not on automatic and, and, so, and try as much as we can not to come running into them at the last minute because then it's like, it's very hard to switch gears. So the more a person prepares for it before and looks forward to it, and especially when it comes, you know, some mitzvahs pop, up, pop upon you, but these, these Yom Toivim mitzvahs, of which we're going to have so many coming up now, so if a person prepares themselves, right, uh, even something like the, the shoifer, right, uh, um, so people are inspired by the shoifer, and it's, the shoifer is also a mitzvah, and that means that, that a very, as he's about to say, a very basic part of blowing shoifer is doing what Hashem said. And a person should try to be machnes into their lave, simcha, that, that on this great day of, of Rosh Hashanah, Hashem wants us to be mamlechim through this kol hashafer, and we're able to do it. And it's, a person should get a, try to, to visualize and get a geshmak from that. And, you know, um, imagine just uh, like if there was this pro- procession where they were going to be crowning the king, and each town or each, you know, neighborhood sent, you know, they came and they have one guy who's the best at, at blowing the trumpet, whatever, and he comes and as the king passes by them, they blow the, they blow the trumpet. So everyone would be a little nervous that should come out right. And, and when it comes out the way it's supposed to, everyone would feel very good, if they like the king, that they had participated in his coronation for the year and and that their, their trumpet blowing went the way it's supposed to. And, you know, they'd be patting themselves in the back and patting each other in the back and high-fiving, and it would be a big zach as the king passes by. We did it, right? So we should, we should try to get that sense. Not what it does for me only. It does things for us. And Hashem wants that to happen too, and that's also, you can have kavanah for that too. That should do the thing that Hashem wants to do for you. But we should also remember that to have in mind what Hashem wants to do, so to, so to speak, for Him. And, and, that, and feel a sense of geschmack and goodness that we were able to, to do that thing. And, and so too with all the mitzvahs, with, with the Shabbos Sudas and the Zmiras. When a person is in the Zmiras, of course there's an Indian of Oynik Shabbos that it makes us enjoy the Shabbos more. But we should also realize it makes Hashem enjoy the Shabbos more. And when we sit down to sing Zmiras, we should look at it as an avoid Sakhoidesh. By, by the Hasidim, they're very makbid to, they wear the gantel, the whole, the whole Suda. Because they're doing Avaidah. It's not just this Suda, it's all Sudas that they eat. And, and, and the meal they eat, because I, you know, that's the idea now. It could become Chitzanis like anything else, but at least that's what they're trying to convey to themselves, is that I'm, I'm doing this for Hashem. I, it, I have elements of it that I enjoy too, but I don't want to lose focus of the fact that Hashem gets Hana from this too. And, and it, it's, it's, it's so It's so geschmack It's so nice that you know that, that, uh, It's like if your wife made a spe- Something special to eat And you ate it and it was good And you praise it So part of, you, part of what your kavana is When you eat it is that Your wife's hard work should come to fruition And that shouldn't just go in the garbage And even if you're a little full you might eat it anyways And, and make sure to be able to enjoy it Or you might plan how you eat you know, you buy the kiddush, you say, ah, my wife made something special, I'm not going to eat so much because I want to be able to enjoy what she made. Right? So we, we have this ability to, to enjoy things 
on their surface, so to speak, enjoy the pleasure that they give, but to be capable at the same time of using and focusing that pleasure on giving pleasure to the one who want, who's going to enjoy it that I'm enjoying myself. And, and it's such a... It makes all mitzvahs so much richer when you do them that way. There's like so much more going on. Instead of... Again, instead of either I'm just doing because Hashem said so. Or, uh, um, you know, again, like these Oynik Shabbos mitzvahs where I'm getting pleasure, which is true. And that's a mitzvah. And it's good to do that. To, do, to, to seek to give Hashem pleasure with your pleasure. So that's what he's going to say in this next piece here. Um, somewhere. We'll get into it. This behavior of a person consistently and constantly turning towards HaKadosh Baruch Hu is divided into two parts. The first part those things which he does, the actions which he does, because he's been commanded to do them. Mitzvahs. The habeis, the second portion of this, always turning towards Hashem, is those things which you have to do, physical needs that a person has to take care of, or going to work, or, or uh, raising your children, or bedtime, or tying your shoe, etc., because you have to do them, perish. The first is all, the general category of all things which Hashem commanded us. The way that a person interacts with the world for, to fulfill his needs. So he's going to go through them one at a time. When a person does a mitzvah, the spitz of how a person could do the mitzvah, is Shayasehu Mivurhu I said read that wrong. Tachlis Bala Adam Shayasehu Mivurhu. we've explained that the, the best way for a person to do a mitzvah who Shahu Lakayim mitzvah Bayre Velasis Khatsa. He should his what his kavona should be is to do what Hashem commanded him and to fulfill Hashem's will in that way. If a person does that, so he is fulfilling the desire of Hashem, not in one way, but in two ways. Which one comes from the other. So he's going to explain. He is first of all fulfilling Hashem's desire. Hashem said to do it. And, and he did it. So, you know, and that means he attached himself to the Raza and Hashem. Hashem wanted something, and he made that what he wanted, even though that's not naturally how he is. He made himself want what Hashem, Hashem you want uh, me to eat a matzah now? I'm going to eat a matzah now. Okay? So that I want to eat the matzah now. That's it. Now, it doesn't mean that I, I yearn to eat the matzah. It doesn't have to be that. Obviously, that would be a high level. But it just means I'm going to make it a priority to make sure I have matzahs and eat them. That alone makes, is, is fulfilling the Ratz and Hashem. But Hashem is a second darga, ki hine hahu, by eating the matzah, let's say, or by doing that mitzvah, hine hu The person becomes more perfect. Through, in one of the aspects of shleimus, of perfection, he told us a mitzvah, which comes about through that mitzvah. Remember, that's what he said, that all mitzvahs are designed to bring out a particular aspect of Perfection in a person. That's why they're there. 
right? Because they, they are the derech in order to achieve that perfection. So when a person does them, he's perfecting himself. Like he has explained, that is a fulfillment of the Ratzon Hashem. Because Hashem wants a person to become perfect. That was the whole purpose of creation, is for you to do mitzvahs and to turn yourself to Hashem and to perfect yourself in that way. So when a person creates the Afshar's for him to get on the that's the greatest fulfillment of Hashem's Ratzon. Right? The inner rotson of the mitzvah itself is a rotson of Hashem. But the inner rotson of every mitzvah is that through that mitzvah you should come to getting Olam Haba. The Dainu becoming Dovak to Hashem. And so, therefore, when a person does a mitzvah and they misdamic themselves to Hashem, they're giving tremendous anot to HaKadosh Baruch Hu because the, the main, the deepest desire of HaKadosh Baruch Hu is being fulfilled at that time. And therefore, that's not something that a person is not supposed to have in mind. If a person has it in mind, it's a tremendous enhancement of the mitzvah. So when Chazal tells us in Avais that a person should do mitzvahs not k'day l'kabal skar, they should do like an evad, not k'day l'kabal skar, that doesn't mean that you can't have in mind, you, shouldn't be, you can't be aware of the fact that there's an Olam Haba. Adarabba. Don't, just don't call it Olam Haba and have this sense of it as a thing disassociated, just a place of pleasure. That is a lower madrega. It's, it's fine. It's still called Lashma, but it's a low, that's a lower madrega. The, the, the higher madrega is for a person to say, what Hashem wants is for me to be Dovatim. I'm going to do whatever I can to be Dovatim. Ah, this mitzvah gives me a chance to achieve Dveikas Hashem, so I'm going to do it. You're going to say, no, that doesn't sound like the right reason. The right reason to do it is, is to fulfill the Ratzon Hashem. That is the Ratzon Hashem. It's the greatest Ratzon Hashem. Right? Uh, uh, um, so to speak, right? Uh, 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 I mean, there's a lot of Mishalom we could give for it, but let's say someone, you know, has a, has a long lost son has come to visit. They tell him he's in that room. Here's the key, go open the door. So he goes and unlocks the door, and he's so excited that he unlocked the door, he starts doing a dance, he spikes the key, whatever. Hello, it's good, of course, we want you to unlock the door, but we want you to unlock the door so you could get to your son. You forgot about him. You're so excited with the act of coming close to him that you didn't come close to him. The Iker, Kavonov a Mitzvah, the Gishmak of what a Mitzvah is, is that it attaches to the person of Hashem, that it makes Hashem... It's misameach Hashem with His ability to give to us, and and uh, uh, you know to take a different marshal. Let's say in my field, there's a, if you're a rabbi and there's a Talmud, he's just so hard to teach because he never looks inside the Gemara, right? And, and he's looking here and looking there. Like, Could you please just look inside the Gemara? So it comes in, rabbi. You know, one day, rabbi, today you have my. I'm looking in. I'm going to be paying attention. Rabbi feels so gewaldic. Oh, we have a chance to do what I want to do. I want to teach the kid. He said, you know, he's a wonderful boy, and I know he could benefit so much from learning. It's just, I, we don't have the way of doing it. And now he's finally looking in, gewaldic. Right? And, and, and anything you could do which would, which would help the kid look in, and he, when he takes it from the Rabbi, the Rabbi's happy. If, the Rabbi says, you know, I'll give you a dollar if you look in. And the kid takes the dollar. The Rabbi is, is, is happy the kid took the dollar. He says, no, Rabbi, I don't want to bother. I want to take your money. Please, take my money. The whole reason why I'm here is, is, is the whole reason why I take a salary is so I should be able to teach you. This is what it's for. I'm trying to get you to learn. So Hashem is, so to speak, desperately trying to, to connect to us. 
But the way things are set up is that we're very rough from Hashem, and it's very that hard connection is very hard to make. So every time you know we're basically living in darkness, and every mitzvah pokes a hole in the in the wall, and you get to the room with the light. And every time you do that, so now some light can come in, and Hashem can send a message, and this start getting feeling, and we built some momentum, and that that's what Hashem is looking for. And a person should have this kavana. He's saying this is the kavana a person should have when they do a mitzvah. <coughs> So it ends up becoming that a person, again, he, there's a focus on what it does to you. But you're supposed to try to take that focus a step up. It's not that you don't care what it does to you. Adab, every mitzvah, should be, you should look for a way to do a mitzvah in the way that it most will enhance you. How, whatever that is. And don't say, look, I don't, I don't need Adam Hava. You don't need it's like, the, the words become they end up becoming impossible. I don't need Adam Hava means I don't need to be close to Hashem. And and as long as right knows they have these mices with right the Rebbe the Baal Shem Tov found out that he's, he gave away all his right he needed an esrog and he gave it all away his scar to someone else who would give him the esrog. Right so. So, uh, and he was mamish, the chassidim thought he'd be very upset, you know, that he doesn't have uh, the scar, and he's dancing away, and so excited. So they said, what's pshat? He says, whenever I do him, it says, a part of me that, that Lamais is focused on the scar. I, he really believed that there was scar, and it's hard to, he says, now I, I get to do the rots and Hashem without any paniya towards the scar. So, so what's pshat in that mice? Like this, the mice doesn't work. So, Ken and Zogin, that, that were, it's, it, he wouldn't do it always, but it, it helped a certain time to, to focus him. Ken and Zogin, maybe a shtikl chiddish, but that Lamaisa someone's getting this guy. So, it, that it's not him is to his benefit. In other words, I, if, if a person is really like what it's saying here, on the highest level, that means he's doing He's looking forward to the sky because it makes Hashem happy. It should make him just as happy if someone else is getting the sky. Because either way, Hashem, to, to that madrega, Hashem gets to, to give someone sky. Why does it have to be me? So it's, it's human for, for us to want it to be us. And again, and, and a person, uh, it's very normal for a person to want to be Dovak Ba'akadosh Baruch. It's the greatest thing in the world. But here he's speaking about a level of Hasidus where a person, even his desire to be Dovak Hashem is to the, so that Hashem can so that Hashem can give him. There's a beautiful word from Rav Dassler. I think we may have mentioned it way back, but but he says like this. He says that um, it says that when Mashiach comes, so Hashem is going to give us so much. Till our lips wear out from saying enough, 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 enough. So the kasha is beautiful kasha. When you say the word die, you don't use your lips. Die, 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 die. Lips. So you could say your tongue will eventually wear out, but the lips will not wear out. So that's what it says that it specifically uses not the body part that you use to say it to 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 hint at the idea. It's not going to be that the mouth is going to wear out. It's a tzaddik 
he wants to he wants to always be giving to Hakadosh Baruch Hu, giving to the world, giving to people, giving to Hashem, doing for others, and he want, in that way he's trying to copy Hashem. And <clears throat> the worst thing for a tzaddik is to take is to take period. And when he does, he tries to use that. If he has to eat, so use that kayak to, to do something for someone. If he has to, if he if someone supports him, so he tries to give it back in some way. And if to, if you give him more than he knows that he can give back. So that's the worst thing for him. It turns him into a taker. So here Hashem is flooding someone with so much good. So the tzaddik says, die, 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 die. Because he, he knows he's never going to be able to pay it back. He says, but there's a higher madrega where a person says that Hashem, if, if what you want, if what makes you happy is that I should be a makabal, even though that makes me less similar to you, even though that makes me, that's, that's not what I, what I want in order for you I'm on board. This bolus of Satan Lamed means I, I so disappear that I just become a blank canvas for Hashem to do his rotsin on, and I don't I don't project it doesn't need to do anything for me. That's a that, again, that's a tremendously high madrega. It's uh, that's in the realm of Hasidus already, uh, the Mesil Shem's Hasidus. And and but but this, at least on, on the on the lower level, you don't have to be a chassid to that. The level of doing mitzvahs in order to make Hashem happy, it doesn't have to be, you know, as I, I want to try to get as much pleasure as I can, because that will make Hashem happy. Uh, picture like, uh, again, a kid who goes on a Chalamite ship, and uh, the place they wanted to go is, it's raining, it's locked, so they go someplace else. So if the kid, I, kids uh, not usually oriented like this, but assuming the kid would be a big Baal, Baal Avoida, so he, he sees his parents, you know, are disappointed that they weren't able to make the kids happy. So he tells the other kids, look, let's try to have as good a time as we can. That will make mommy and daddy happy. You know, they, they drove all this way just to make us happy. Well, the kid goes to camp. You know, his parents pay a hoin route for him to go to camp or whatever. If he has seichel, he would try to enjoy camp as much as possible. And... Not seichel. If he had a if he had a big wave, he would try to enjoy camp as much as possible. He would come home and tell his parents, "I loved every second I was there." Right now, not be lying and be saying it for real. And that's not self. It could be done selfishly, but it could also be done not selfishly. It could be done because I know that's what they want. I know that's what they went out of that way that I should have a good time. So I'm going to make sure to have a good time. And. Uh, you know, if if uh, there's many, many such mashalim, but it, if a boss sends a worker, you know, he feels he did a, a really good job, so he wants him to he wants him to fight there, and the next time do such a good job, sends him on a vacation, and the worker like skimps on, he stays in a not such good hotel, and he doesn't need good. That's not. What I wanted you to go and have a great time, and come back and say, I need to do that again. I want you to enjoy it so that you're motivated. So a person can, we can do this. Again, the, the, the reason why I give these misholim is that we should understand that although doing it klape hakadosh baruch is considered madregos, and we're not looking for kliches and nefesh that we don't already express that we don't already have. We show in many different areas that we have these abilities. It's now a question of taking them and applying them to Yiddishkeit, which takes some effort and thought and and, and strategizing. But that's why we're here. We're here to do all these things. So that's L'chaira, uh, what we should do. Okay? We will... Did we get to the end of that? Yeah. Okay, so we'll stop here.